Hello, good evening, and welcome to another Moments with Norma. The topic of the podcast this week is we get stuck in a pattern. We sometimes don't recognize that we are stuck in a pattern with our life. So welcome to another Moments with Norma from a very cold and rainy uh, London. And this evening you may hear lots of uh, like sound like gunshots going on outside because tonight we have what is called bonfire night which is when um the uh english or the british they celebrate the fact that uh, guy fawkes who was plotting to overthrow and assassinate king james and to blow up the uh, palace of westminster uh, was not able to do so his plot was foiled and the palace was saved and the king was saved and so every year in on the 5th of november uh we have what is called guy fawkes night where people build large bonfires and they uh put the fire to burn and then there's loads of um fireworks that, that goes off and you see a lovely fireworks display and some people do it as an individual thing because I think they're just fascinated um, with fireworks and it's an excuse to set fireworks off and so um, if you do hear lots of uh, banging sound like guns it's the fireworks going off and um, I have to uh, it's just sort of a uh, do my podcast, so please do excuse any noise that uh, is going to come in from any sound of the fireworks from outside in our community. So, I trust you had a great week. It's been one of rain here. Of course, the clocks went back, so we have shorter um, light in the daytime by 3 34 o'clock. Uh, it turns dark, and uh, we don't have much daylight. And uh, obviously in the mornings, it's supposed to make the mornings a lot lighter. But I haven't seen much improvement on the um, on the lightness in the mornings when we wake up at six o'clock. So back to our podcast, we get stuck in a pattern with our life. And recognizing when we are stuck in a pattern, whether it's in our behavior, thinking or our daily routine we can form patterns in our life doing the same things over and over again and in the way we behave how we think and also how we treat others and things we do to get by um, with our lives you know there's some people uh, they may be hustlers and uh, they don't have a career they don't have a steady job and they do all form and manner of things to hustle, um, to get by and to find that extra uh, finance to support their life or sometimes even just to support their habits. You know, even sometimes we're out and about, we see people constantly begging and yes, they're homeless, but they're not all homeless because of um, a choice or because something happened. Most of them are homeless because they are addicted to drugs. So a lot of time, 
we're not even sure whether we're giving money to support someone's drug habits or because they're hungry or because they're genuinely uh, in a homeless situation. And so people do all kind of different things uh, to actually get by. And we can become addicted to the way we live and actually conduct our lives. Now, sometimes we have not grown out of our youthful uh, behavior. And as mature adults, we are still behaving like how we did when we were in school or when we was in college or when we were at university and when we were in our, you know, sort of at that teenage years, you know, of carefree lifestyle and we were being very silly. We never even knew how to make proper decisions or make proper choices. We make choices that sometimes, you know, end up, it's like tonight, it's going to be bonfire night and there's going to be lots of young people watching fireworks or sending off fireworks and sometimes a lot of them they do silly things they do silly actions that end up hurting someone or hurting themselves and sometimes this is where a lot of us as grown up we have not grown up out of those teenage years and you know, this affects our judgments in many ways. And then we wonder why we can't get the results we would like to actually experience. And we also get stuck in patterns, as I say, of all kinds of addiction, doing the same things over and over and thinking it's going to actually give us a different result this time. And, you know, there's some people, they may be stuck in addiction of drugs, alcohol, sex, and, you know, smoking cigarettes. And they'll say, right, I'm going to give up. This is it. It's like every year when we have a New Year celebration, you'll have people making resolutions. And one of the biggest resolutions that a lot of people make is, I'm going to give up cigarette this year. And year go by another new year comes and they still haven't done that and you'll hear them say oh I'm just this is my last cigarette this is the last one I'm smoking let me enjoy it and then you think that they really are going to do this you really believe that they're going to do this because they become so convincing that this is it and then before you know it you walking down the street and you see them you know puffing away at a cigarette that you thought that that was their last one that they were supposed to be smoking two weeks ago, 10 days ago, or yesterday. And even when, you know, we are getting the same damaging uh, results, we find it so difficult to let go of certain addictions, of certain patterns, of certain ways that we behave and we think and we say things. And even when we know it's not serving us or making an improvement in our life, we continue to stay in our patterns, doing what is not bringing us a better life. And you know, people stuck in their patterns even when 
is causing so much pain, discomfort, or health and well-being. They're stuck in that pattern. Um, I think on Thursday morning, um, one of um, a very nice neighbour uh, that he always takes in uh, my packages for me, um, he got stuck in his pattern. That was finally his own demise. Um, he drank, and you would see him sometimes. He's on his, he's going to dialysis, and he's really ill. But sometimes you see him walking up, walking as fast as he can to get away, uh, to go up to the pub to have a drink, uh, when his wife um, wasn't at home. And on Thursday morning, he finally passed, and that was his own, you know, demise. He was stuck in that pattern and he found it difficult to give up even when he also had support and was on dialysis. He was still stuck in that pattern. And more often we are more than conscious of our pattern but we still make those decisions to stay with those patterns but we don't know how uh, sometimes to make those changes as we have become resilient and what we do you know we do it purely because we want to actually survive or we think it's helping us to survive as we think this is who we are and this is how we actually begin to see ourselves. Now breaking our negative pattern in our life such as bad habits, toxic relationship or self-destructive behavior or culture. You know, some of us um, have our culture that we uh, know that it's not the best culture, but we stick into it like gun violence and knife violence and drugs and staying in those kind of a culture or even, you know, certain uh, behaviours. You know, our government is also stuck in culture. We have wars going on in the world, and this is a culture situation. Uh, you know, men thinking that we should fight for what belongs to all of us on earth. It isn't given to one set of people. It's given to all of us, and we're here to share this planet and to share our world with each other. And so even our government and people that we think should know better is stuck in their patterns and their culture. And, you know, it's because of their richness and their money. It's who's paying them the most money, who's giving them and sponsoring them with the most money to allow certain things to go on. And we know as standing outside their boxes and looking inside their boxes, we can see how wrong that is. And they're supposed to be far more intelligent than the guys on the street um, uh, fighting turf wars with drugs. And, you know, this is my turf, this is my patch. Who tells you to come down my street? You know, you can't come into my street. And, you know, young boys defending uh, their postcodes as we have here a culture here in England so our culture and social aspect influence our 
decision making and our behaviours along with our actual beliefs. How we were brought up and actually nurtured, you know, by our parents, our caregivers, our school, our community, um, the kind of love or the dramas, you know, that we actually experience in our life. You know, some people, um, young, they experience some very, very painful dramas that they actually uh, get themselves in a kind of pattern to protect their self, to protect their emotions, to um, put barriers up, you know. So those kind of things can create uh, patterns of negativity in people's life. And then when we do this, it just kind of normalizes our way of life and the pattern that we live by. Now, breaking our negative pattern takes not only courage, but determination of a higher consciousness, a higher process of thinking. Sometimes we have to take ourselves away completely, you know, from the people, from our culture, from our communities, and sometimes families and close friends. And, you know, we take ourselves away just about from all the things that we have always known. And for me, just speaking from my own personal experience about taking myself away, I remember when I was growing up in a very small town uh, in Birmingham. And this town, it was just filled with all my relatives from Jamaica. It was like all of us came from Jamaica and we created a new town in this place in Birmingham. And so we were all relatives. And then for me, I realized that I had to take myself away from that community because I wasn't going to get anywhere. I was very ambitious and I wanted to um, have a, a life that I saw, you know, white people were living good lives and we were constantly struggling with racism and we were struggling with, you know, getting good jobs and not being able to have jobs. We had to get jobs in factories or become nurses, which they consider as a dirty job. And so for me, I was always fighting and had to take myself away from, you know, the normalized situation of just accepting what was given uh, to us as, you know, crumbs from the table of those who had more than us or who were privileged uh, to be in privileged place. And I was always fighting. And so for me, I moved out of the community and I pushed past everything. And nobody could say to me if I wanted something, if I wanted to be that, 
I wasn't going to take no. I was going to find every possible way uh, to move on. And as I kept pushing and pushing and going higher and higher into achieving more things, and then other black people would come along because I opened up the door and they were able to come through that door. I kept moving and I would travel. I went around the world. I lived in Europe. I lived in America. You know, I kept moving. And for me, that made me to be that better person. And I was actually talking to someone this week when I say, you know, there are some people or some young people, one of the things that they get stuck in their life patterns, in their community, in their postcode, in where they are. And nobody thinks that outside of their postcode, there is life outside there. You know, there are people who... Um, live in London, they've never been to Birmingham. There's people who live in Birmingham, they've never been to London. And even in England, this is not even saying we're going to get a flight uh, to go to uh, Palestine or we're going to get a flight to go to uh, uh, Timbuktu. You know, uh, this is people living in the same country that they can catch a bus, they can catch a train. They have all uh, affordable and frequent transport that can take us anywhere. And some of our children, they've never been outside their community. And they think that their world is so small. And because they feel as if I'm a movie star in my community, everybody knows me, I've got my stripe you know I'm a bad man or you know I'm the one with the beautiful car or the expensive watches or the designer clothes you know and they stay within their community uh, purely because of fear uh, that they feel not good enough to move out they don't know anything else and they develop this pattern or they stay for all different kind of reasons rather than exploring that wider world at large and there's so many people who are like that lots of different cultures are like that they don't want to go outside of their culture to see what else there is outside and to listen or to see other people uh, in operation so to give us the chance to break whole patterns I know that patterns are ingrained in our lives, as I said, through our culture, our communities, and uh, different aspects of life. And they are influenced by our social and our culture background. But when we are aware of the outcomes that can affect us as individual through our, our association and interaction and upbringing, as we see those outcomes around us from other people, there comes a time when we have to make up our mind to cut loose. Like I had to cut loose because for me, in my community and the culture that I had was not enough for me. 
and I had to cut loose and it took years of moving and experiencing life through many different things for me to have this complete transformation of who Norma Ellis is that I am contented with, that I am, you know, um, I can feel joy and I can cultivate whatever it is that I need to move on and to experience and to understand life from every aspect. So, breaking negative patterns in our lives can be challenging. Being self-aware and recognizing our negative patterns and habits, this is what we first need to observe because some people think that it's normal because they've never been outside their environment of where they are. So whatever they're doing, however they're thinking, whatever has happened in, they think it's quite normal. So we need to define what we actually want to achieve and set some clear goals on how we will actually achieve those goals. Identifying and understanding the things that actually also trigger us is a key uh, to us making changes and challenges. You see some people who have serious addiction, whether it's drugs, alcohol, sex, shopping, uh, controlling, whatever it is, they have to recognize what it is that actually triggers them off to want to be the way that they are. So once they've actually identified what is actually keeping them in that pattern that they actually want to change, it's, you know, like, I worked um, and volunteer around drugs and alcohol for five years. And that's why sometimes I do bring it up a lot in my podcasts because it's an experience that I've had. And sometimes they will tell you um, why some people can't come off certain drugs because even a can of Coke, a straw, a piece of foil that you cook with or you wrap food in. All of these paraphernalias actually are triggers to someone who uses drugs because they actually sometimes have to make their own uh, pipe or their paraphernalia to use drugs. And so even though sometimes they may move out of their actual environment and they're not with their friends and their you know, the people that they associate themselves or they're not passing by a house that they used to do drugs in or whatever, they still can be triggered from even some of the simplest household uh, things because of what they used to, uh, you know, get um, their gear up and running. So... Sometimes, you know, when we're in those patterns and we need to 
make a change. Sometimes we have to seek appropriate help. Be patient and persistence. And sometimes there will be setbacks. So don't get discouraged. Because even when you find that some people are desperately trying to get off, you know, certain drugs, they call it the 12 steps, they'll circle of life, they'll do it 12 times, going around in that circle. And sometimes they'll come off it for six months, they go back on it for 10 years, they come off it for three years, they go back on it for another year. And this is the cycle the 12 step cycle of life but the main thing is once you've made a start and you've become conscious and aware that this is something keep at it don't get discouraged as the key to your success is not to give up keep seeing the outcome as breaking our life pattern takes time. And remember, changes takes time. And don't be afraid to ask for help. Whether it's in a mentor or a professional therapist, a friend who you may have respect for, or whatever. or whoever you are actually led to ask for help. And there is plenty of help out there when you want that help and you are sincere about it and you ask for help, help normally shows up. And I'm going to just read this statement that was sent to me on Friday and it says the magic believe in the magic of manifesting happiness nurture your inner spark and watch it ignite a fire of joy embrace life possibility and make happiness your guiding force empower yourself by focusing on what brings you joy and letting go of what doesn't manifest happiness by living authentically, pursuing your passion and cherishing meaningful connection. Embrace the transformative power of happiness and let it light your path. Now, isn't that wonderful? And this another one, it says, Um, achieve. Remember success is not an overnight phenomena. It's a it's a, a, a communication of your hard work and preservation. Embrace the journey, trust yourself and watch how your determination manifest into extraordinary achievement so life takes time the things that we're actually trying to achieve in our life 
is going to take time. It's not something that actually happens overnight. So I trust that as we move on to another week, we're getting much closer to the end of the year. Um, this year has gone pretty fast. Time is actually collapsing in on us. And even when you speak to a young person, even they can see that time is actually collapsing very fast on us. So trust that this week that Whatever you do, you'll think about your own personal life patterns, whether it's bringing you joy, whether it's bringing you contentment, or it's bringing you the things that you want to manifest in your life. And if it's not, then maybe you could seek out ways in which you can make a change and find ways in which to help yourself to let go of the things that does not bring you joy. So, I'm going to bid you all a good night and don't forget, pop on to Amazon and there you can find a copy of my book coming down from my mountaintop by Norma Ellis and it's a worldwide distribution. So wherever you are in the world, you're able to get a copy and thank you also very much if you bought a copy. I can see that my sales are slowly uh, there. It's creeping up. So somewhere along the line, uh, someone uh, is buying. And of course, it's coming up to gifting time of the year when we're all thinking, what can I give my friend or so-and-so for a Christmas present? A book with, you know, some... Uh, inspirational uh, um, and inspiring of how you can actually overcome or just to read someone else's story of how they overcome can inspire you also to overcome your pattern of life so coming down from my mountain top is my autobiography and it's on Amazon worldwide so you can grab a copy and gift it, wrap it for someone to read that will actually inspire them. And also continue to share the podcast. It's winter time. And so a lot of us is going to spend time indoors. We're going to need something to motivate us, to inspire us, to stimulate us. And to um, make us, um, you know, feel uh, in a better place. So share the podcast caring is sharing and I want to thank you all for listening each week and being faithful uh, to the podcast so grow into your own personal greatness this week until next time let's dance and grow into your greatness so here we go let's raise our vibration <laughs>